Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Lots of news to get into today on the show. Survivor Series is coming up on Sunday. And yes, we have more changes as a result of last night's SmackDown. And of course, Monday Night's Raw as well, with Triple H replacing Jason Jordan in the Raw five-man Traditional Survivor Series interbrand elimination match. That is what it's being called, by the way. So, the big change last night was we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Charlotte beat Natalia last night to win the title. She now faces Alexa Bliss at the pay-per-view. And that means that the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown match is now down one woman. So there's a lot of things that can happen on Sunday. I don't want to say they're flying by the seat of their pants, but there's a lot of decisions that have made been made over the last couple of weeks that were not, how could I say it? They were made at the last minute. It's the easiest way to say it. And Jason Jordan was one of those. The Jason Jordan decision to have him replaced by Triple H, I think was made on Monday, for those of you wondering. So it's not like they've had a long-term plan for Jason Jordan. I don't know if they've got a long-term plan for Charlotte and her facing Alexa Bliss. Point of all of this is, couple things they could do with Team SmackDown, one of which would be yet another last-minute change, and that is they could put Paige in that spot because Paige was originally scheduled to go to SmackDown. The original idea was Asuka was going to go to Raw, Paige was going to go to SmackDown. Apparently over the weekend, or a little earlier maybe, they decided that no, Paige is actually going to go to Raw. And the photo, by the way, the photo of of uh, Paige showing up in the building on Monday, that photo was actually taken a couple days earlier. That was not taken at Raw. She was at Raw, but anyway, point of all of this is they could change their mind to get and put Paige on SmackDown. I don't know where they're going to go. Obviously, there's a lot to talk about here with the SmackDown show and a lot of other news as well. I got so much news, there's no way I'll get over all of it today, but we're going to try. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot of news to get into here today. Lots of changes on Raw and SmackDown in terms of the Survivor Series. Obviously, Triple H now in. Jason Jordan is out. Charlotte will now be facing Alexa Bliss for the, well, not for anything. It's title versus title, non-title that makes sense. Champion versus champion non-title. How about that? And that means there is one spot left open in the Survivor Series women's elimination match, which I speculated in the opening segment could go to Paige, because if not, I don't know, I guess I could give it to uh, Natalia. A lot of ways they could go here. I guess we'll find out, but brand new card for the show. Very quickly, here are the matches. Alexa Bliss, Charlotte Flair, Shield versus The New Day. Lesnar versus AJ Styles, the tag team Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Usos non-title match. Alicia, Naya, Asuka, Sasha, and Bailey versus Becky, Carmella, Naomi, Tamina, and the Mystery Person. Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Triple H versus Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, John Cena, and The Miz versus Baron Corbin. Your pre-show match is Enzo Amore versus Kalisto for the Cruiserweight title. So the one thing I will say about Survivor Series, it's the most interesting show in a long time. I'm not sure if it really is anymore. Are you kidding me? How is this not interesting? There's 9 million things they could do on this show. I think with the tragic and sad news coming down today about James Ellsworth being released from WWE, 
I think that has now cast a shadow over the entire pay-per-view, the entire special event. I, I was hoping James Ellsworth would somehow be the last participant on that team. He is now not on the team and now is not even employed. And I would just hope that uh, every independent booker out there remember that a man with two hands has always got a fighting chance. That's what you got out of my opening statement there? Absolutely. Listen, he is gone, everybody. I am I am sad because his last appearance, he was awesome. But let's talk about the big story right here. Okay. The show. So, I don't know. Here's the thing. It, as soon as, well, hold on. As oh, soon now as you're going to talk. Well, okay. as soon as the whole got opened up on, on, on SmackDown with Charlotte winning, it just seemed to be it was a perfect way to deposit Paige right into that position and to go back to what was, uh, you know, initially talked about of – she was, you know, Oscar was going to Raw. She was going to SmackDown anyway, so it just, I guess, fits nicely. So yes, everybody, the uh, change, as I noted in the opening segment, Triple H. Here's the thing: we were talking all yesterday about Jason Jordan and where are they going to go? Is he going to screw Jason. the team and all this and that? Oh, Jason. So as it turns out, this was like a decision they made Monday, very, very last minute to put Triple H in there. So Triple H getting in shape and doing all those shows was not necessarily for Survivor Series. Dude, I mean, that's every midnight for him staying up, getting getting in shape like that. Come on. It's every day for Triple H. Maybe him and Vince knew a while back, but everybody else, including the people that do travel, I mean, nobody knew that Jason Jordan was being taken out of the match until Monday. So that sucks. point of this is, I don't think, based on how that went down in the back, that this is all, it's exactly like I said yesterday. You're going to probably main event the show. I mean, maybe the main event is going to be Brock versus uh, AJ. My gut feeling says it's actually going to be the Raw and SmackDown multi-person match. You're going to headline Survivor Series with that show, and it's all going to be built around Jason Jordan turning on his team. I'm exceedingly skeptical of that. Maybe Kevin I'm... Owens and Sami Zayn. They were yeah. there last night. They walked out. Which, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways they could go there. I mean, I don't look, there's a lot of ways they could go with the whole thing. There's a lot of ways they could go the the whole thing if they wanted to. But I just the addition of Triple H into that match at that point, when you've already added John Cena, when you already have Kurt Angle there, to me just blows my mind. You might as well to me go again, whether it's whether it's beat Jason Jordan first. Whatever it is, I don't see the reason to put him in there. Like it really, like now that's really going to drive buys and interest because Triple H is in there. I don't really think that that's the case. Well, I don't let me think tell you something. They can do right now that's going to jog too much interest. It doesn't come out of John Cena, and if Cena's not doing it, Paul ain't doing it either. Hey, listen, Triple H is driving more interest in Survivor Series than Jason Jordan on that team. Is but but what does that mean? Well, what it means is they're setting up Triple H versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. I, but does that does anything? Why did that have to be done by pulling Jason Jordan out instead of just going through with him on that show and at least treating him as if he's going to be a regular part of the show, not somebody that we now can just ignore because not only has his gimmick sucked, not only has he been put into a bad spot where he can't act, but oh yeah, he's also been buried and now just get off my TV and go to superstars. Maybe he can hang out with like Dash and Dawson or whichever one's not injured. Well, I'm sure that he's going to turn on Kurt sooner rather than later, but I don't think it's going to be on Sunday. 
It could be next. It could be Monday. Oh, it didn't could be have the week to be after. Sunday. It didn't have to be Sunday. But this thing where they, they take somebody and then at the last minute they decide to take him out. I mean, again, how are you ever going to get anybody over again <laughs> unless you give them the chance to? It just I blows know my mind. you love Jason Jordan. It's not about Jason. <laughs> no, like this one is not a guy. This is not about Jason Jordan, but Jason Jordan fits into this of, look, I'm not saying that Jason Jordan's the answer, but why pull him out of Survivor Series at that last moment when it means nothing for business? And I don't really even think it means anything for interest. I mean, there's nothing you couldn't have started with Triple H and Kurt Angle. They couldn't have waited because it's not like these guys can be touching each other or be, you know, in the ring wrestling each other for the next, what, four months, however long it's going to take us to get to Mania. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Uh, hey there, guys. This is Ted from New Jersey. Um, I had a couple quick points I wanted to talk about with the SmackDown show, but uh, I wanted to call because I got a bone to pick with you, Brian. Yes. And the reason for this is because I got around to listening to the Brian and Vidi show from the weekend where you guys reviewed the NWA episode, and I just got to say, how dare you bury that Ron Garvin video package? That video package was just the most amazing thing I had. Well, ever hold on seen a second. I didn't bury the video package. I ridiculed the video package. Those are two different things. There's <laughs> okay. no way. Hold okay, on a second. Enough. There's no way you can't ridicule it. Like you can still enjoy it, but I mean, you have to ridicule it. You it's, can make fun of it. It's preposterous. <laughs> and by the way, as I learned, as I learned by going on our board, you know the sexy jazz music that they were playing in the background as he was working out. Mm-hmm. Which was fantastic. That was that was an overdub because the original song as he was working out was My Way by Frank Sinatra. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so great. That's so, pretty good. But yeah, no, I think you're right. It, it was it was definitely ridiculous, but it was also amazing. It was like uh it was for me at least it was that mulky uh victory kind of amazing level. Um <laughs> but anyway, uh as uh, as for the SmackDown show, um, I thought it was really great that Rick came out after Charlotte won the title. That was a fantastic moment. Um, and then the other thing was uh, Daniel Bryan's promo, kind of imitating Paul Heyman and, and hyping up the match. I thought that was really fantastic, too. Uh, at least the way that I kind of perceived it, it almost felt like that was a promo that he wanted to cut for himself because we all know that he wanted that Brock Lesnar match for a very long time. So it was kind of sad knowing that he was kind of cutting that promo that he wanted to cut, but he had to cut it for somebody else. Um, that being said, though, it was still a fantastic promo, and I'm really, really looking forward to that Brock Lesnar-AJ Styles match. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. It was a it was a very good show. The Daniel Bryan promo was awesome. Listen, maybe I'm a mark. I don't know. But when Charlotte did her promo afterwards, and she said that Rick wasn't there, and she started walking to the back, and they played the music, and he came out, and then she ran. Like, she freaked out and ran to hug him. Daddy! Maybe she is that good an actor, but, like, my first thought was they snuck him in, and he texted her saying he was watching at home, and she cut her promo, and she didn't know he was going to be there, and she was legitimately surprised. But mm-hmm. whether whether that happened or whether she's just a great actress, that segment was so great. And keep in mind, everybody, Ric Flair had to essentially relearn how to walk after his surgery. Like, he was he was going around in a wheelchair, and then it was a walker. So him walking out there on stage is an even bigger deal than I think a lot of people even knew watching yeah. it. Not, not easy just, to do after you have a heart attack. He didn't just come back from death. He learned to walk again and came back from death. 
So anyway, back in a moment with a lot more Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Phone lines are ringing. We'll get back to them in a moment. Two things here. This person says, who cares if she knew or not? The moment was amazing. I didn't say it wasn't amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was like the best thing all year. But if they surprise her with the return of her father... Then it's like the best thing in like three years. So, yeah, I would like to know. 
I'm not saying it wasn't amazing. I'm not downplaying it in any way. I just think it'd be awfully cool if they... Listen, do you know how often someone actually wins in their hometown? It's unheard of in this company. She not only won a match in her hometown, she won the title in her hometown, and they brought her father out maybe as a surprise. Who cares about any of that stuff? They had her invoke her I dead care. brother. They had her invoke her dead brother in a feud. She deserves all the, the good type of stuff they can get out of that and, and manipulating, well, not manipulating, but utilizing her family and her family letting it be utilized. Person says, WWE did an absolutely perfect job booking Charlotte winning the title last night. Shows they yeah, can right. book the triumph of their baby faces very well if they're not craving the heel heat all the time. How about that? Now, I wonder if she loses via... <clears throat> dusty finish or some sort of controversial finish at Starcade uh, in, in Greensboro. I'm not thinking that's happening. No? Just a regular house show. Well, not on the know, network or I mean, anything. Natty gets a win there or something like that. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I don't think they're going back to Natty. Like, you got to remember well, when I'm they... fine with that, to Listen, be honest. No offense to Natty. but I like Natty, but when they put the title on her, like nobody thought it's actually going to be a rain. Everybody thought, like, She's immediately getting it cashed in on, right? No, well, that's the whole thing was I didn't like it in the, to, to begin with. I just thought it was kind of goofy and got in the way of Carmella. But then again, I guess they wanted to put that off for a while, which, I'm again, in hindsight now, I'm fine with because there is Carmella and Charlotte looming on the horizon. And I got to be honest, again, match-wise, it is what it is with some of these women with Nia Jax, with Alexa Bliss, but at least... They have some character and they have some presence, and I don't hate seeing them out there going. And and Carmella's at least been a to me a really good positive presence as a personality on that brand. Now let me give a negative here. So, Filthy Tom Lawler is on a world tour the next couple of weeks, so no Filthy Tom show this week or next week. So I'm going to go over some of the SmackDown notes right here. This opening segment on SmackDown was the most cringeworthy thing. <laughs> I have seen on WWE programming, like, in years. <laughs> and and if you, wa- if you watch these shows here and there, and you're thinking, there's no way it could be that bad, listen to me. Go watch the opening segment where Shane is backstage, and all of the wrestlers are doing a rally, and he's giving this pep talk, and they're all responding. And they cut to the promos? <laughs> it's so ungodly, embarrassingly bad. Like, if this show, if the rating is, like, the lowest rating of all time for any show in history, I mean, it's because of that opening segment. If you can get past the opening segment, the show was good. But that opening segment is every single thing everybody hates about WWE all in one segment. It was it was astonishing. Like, it had to be done on purpose. <laughs> it, it had to be done. So... This is a tangent, but Cesaro's mouthpiece, okay? This is not because he's got braces on. It's not because he lost teeth. He doesn't need the mouthpiece doing promos. Obviously, he should wear it in the ring. I don't know if you've ever been punched in the face when you've got braces, but it's pretty ugly. So I understand him wearing the mouthpiece in the ring. Him wearing the mouthpiece in promos is absolutely 100% because Vince thinks it's hilarious <laughs> to listen to him mumble through these pay-per-views. He sits back there and he howls as he watches these promos. That's why it's being done. So I do not put it past them that that opening segment was a rib on everybody. Like, let's do the worst segment we can. And you know what? It's not bad enough. Let's tape it again. 
I, I can believe this. That's how bad it was. Oh, my. Brian's promo was great. Baron Corbin, Sin Cara. Actually, was not bad. Sin Cara was very good in that match, but he got beaten, so he's out. Charlotte and Natalia was a very good match, and the finish and the post-match was unbelievable. I'm sure it's everywhere on social media, so if you haven't seen that one, go check that out. Jimmy Uso, Chad Gable was pretty good. All right. Kind of a match. To, to get the Usos to, you know, That's right. win. That's Usos got to win leading into this deal at Survivor Series. So Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were back. And it's kind of weird. They they showed up, and they faced, as scheduled, Big E and Xavier. And the big angle at the end of the show was during the match, the Raw guys showed up for the Raw Invasion. And everybody got in the ring, like all of the wrestlers who'd been facing each other, all of the New Day, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. They all get in the ring. They're all side by side. And as the Raw guys are coming out, Owens and Zayn just rolled outside and left. And we'll see what happens. I don't blame him. We'll see what happens. Because... It was... Good. Well, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but... I mean, if this were even a semblance of real, like Shane McMahon fires him next week, right? Like, mm. how in the world are they going to get around this? Well, here's the thing. Kevin Owens already wrestled Shane McMahon in a match where, like, he one of the two could right. be killed in You're front right. of their kids. But so. is, is there a last straw? I mean... W- Am I the only person that thought that when this happened? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I, to me, it was like... Kevin's off the, the tour of India. They they removed him from the tour. I don't know. Am I the only one? I don't know. I don't want to get any... I mean, I am... Good. This is a conspiracy theory, but I just was worried when I saw that. That's it. That's all. Okay. Could be reading way too much into it, but... I hope you are. Yeah, I, I do too! But this company's really weird. They just fired James Ellsworth after... The single best performance of his career. Well, I mean, let's be honest now, though. They got a year. Well, how long has it been since James Ellsworth was there, uh, for heaven's sakes? It's been I over mean, a year. They, they got so much more out of him than they ever could have imagined. Could you have imagined that you have subtracted Paige out of the women's division, insulted, inserted James Ellsworth, and it you know wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world? He has been amazing in the role that they needed him for. AJ Styles, the matches with him, just all of the interaction. And when it was getting a little long in the tooth, they added him to Carmella and... Again, he's been great, but they got a year out of a guy that they should have only gotten one match out of. So, I mean, you did. I got to be honest. You think the end was near anyway? It felt like it from that match that they were having. I mean, really, if you want to, if you want to get Carmella over as a heel, which is what I thought you wanted to do. I mean, wouldn't the easy thing well, have did. been for her to, for for James Ellsworth, to help her cash in and win the title? And then she turns on him. Yes. Like, I got everything I needed out of you. Now get out of here, super kick, and then he gets fired. Yeah, but I think that maybe they believed that that's what they were doing when she lost to Becky, and then she goes out there. It's just, I the, I would have done it the way you would have done it, because to me it would have made more sense, and she could have basically literally ran him off of, of SmackDown the following Tuesday, and then that would have been it. And then, of course, the Raw Invasion, the Raw guys just destroyed everybody. Kurt was such a great invader, like a, <laughs> like the, like the, uh, what would he be? The commander. General. The general. Field Marshal, Field Marshal Angle. General Angle. 
But you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to call attention to this too much because people are going to make the comparisons between, you know, why is Kurt Angle wrestling and Daniel Bryan can't. Does anyone ever watch Kurt Angle walk around? He can't even straighten his legs. No. <laughs> you ever notice this? It's well. I mean, it kind of happens when you jack up your neck seven trillion times. He literally cannot straighten his legs. He walks around on bent legs. You still kick your ass. Of course he could, but the point is, he's cleared. Daniel Bryan did that entire <laughs> promo by memory with his apparent brain injury. And yeah, where are we at with fine. Kane as far as human relations? Where's Doctor Shelby? I mean, the man has got a hurt neck where they have debated it, and it has been part of the storyline where other superstars have said you can't wrestle anymore because if you step in there, you're being, you know, you're, I don't know if they said you'll be paralyzed, but you can't wrestle anymore because if you take one bad bump, you're done. And instead, you have Kane attacking him backstage. He chokes Landham, and now Daniel Bryan just rolls out there like it's nothing. Well, the doctor never told Daniel Bryan that one bad bump and you're done. That well, was that was never the issue. It was with Steve Austin. Yeah, but I mean, it, they they have said, you know, why can't Daniel Bryan wrestle? Because he'll be hurt too badly. You can't risk it. It can't be done. And then Kane is just throwing him around backstage for heaven's sakes. Kind of. The Let issue me ask with, you a question. The issue with him is that he's he's admitted he's had seizures. Like, if he never would have... The fans don't know that. They're not saying, hey, look, he's going to be seasoned out on TV. They don't talk about that. No, but the, but the point is, like, if he'd never said that, he'd be wrestling right now. I bet he kicks himself every single solitary day no. for being honest. Which, by the way, Busted Open Radio, Daniel Bryan said there is an 85% chance that he will wrestle again. So, he has admitted that if he has a test done... And the test flat out does say, you must never wrestle again. He won't. But he believes there's only a 15% chance of that test coming out. So, he has an 85% chance he'll wrestle again. And he does say there's a 20% chance he believes that WWE will actually clear him. So, he's not 100% leaving next year. I mean, obviously, if they if they allow him to return, he's probably going to be the WWE guy. Because allegedly he went up to Vince and said, I want to be the next John Cena. So clearly he's got some ambition, despite his ambition test coming in so low. I would say, what's the percentage on his ambition test? Hey, maybe it's gone up with all of those oxygen therapy deals he's done. Because I don't know, I'm 60% sure that he's 20% sure about them being 100% sure that he's not wrestling or whatever. So there you go. This person, by the way, notes this is the first pay-per-view Kevin Owens has missed since he signed with the company. I say Daniel Bryan leads a charge of, of Kevin Owens and, and, and Sami Zayn, and that's what he's going to talk to Shane about from Tuesday. Should! I don't think it's happening, though. But I, I, I have thought of that. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. My joints used to kill me. 
I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. And now, today's General Steel Building Tip. Buy a large lot with a friend or family member that can be split into two smaller lots. Some of the most appealing properties may be much larger than what you want or can afford, yet the seller may not be willing to break up a large parcel. So, if you can share the cost with someone else, preferably someone you don't mind having as a neighbor, you may be able to pick up a great building site for a reasonable price. And now, a word from General Steel. Stocks are soaring, and construction spending across America has been on the rise. If you've been waiting to build, the time is now. Whether you want to expand your business or you want to build a new garage, call General Steel today. Our metal buildings are custom designed for your needs. For example, a 40 by 60 is a great space for an auto shop or three-car garage. And if you call General Steel today, it's on sale now for under $25,000. Call 844-91-STEEL. 844-91-STEEL. That's 844-91-STEEL. Pulldog.com is the best place to buy billiard supplies online. In addition to having the guaranteed lowest prices and the largest selection of pool cues and accessories in the industry, Pulldog also provides unsurpassed customer service with free shipping on orders over $99, including to APOs, and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. And be sure to use the code SPORTS at checkout for a 5% discount on your order. Give them a call at 866-843-3249 and sign up for a free catalog or go to Pooldog.com. That's Pooldog.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Laura here notes, happy 10th anniversary, your match with Ted, the trailer McNailer, the man beast. 10 years? Can you believe that? Oh my God. It's funny, like, it seems like a long time ago, but, I mean, it seems like a long time ago. I don't feel like, man, that was just yesterday. I feel like that was at least 25 years ago. We both made babies in that time. That's right. You know, there was a... Obviously, Ohio Valley Wrestling had TV back when it was developmental. And they had a secondary promotion called Derby City Derby Wrestling. City. <laughs> and it was local. It was it was on the local local affiliates, a couple of other affiliates as well. C-Dub. Yep, it was a TV show down there, Louisville. And one day, we would, we would always get the DVDs of the Derby City Wrestling. We'd review them on the Brian and Vinny show. Laugh, have a good time. One day, Vinny and I were watching the show... And suddenly, Ted, the trailer McNailer, came on TV and cut a promo on me. And I was like, what 
what? I, just, I was aghast. And then he comes on the next week, cuts a promo on Granny. And suffice to say, they basically started shooting an angle for a match without even alerting me. I did not know when this started that this is where it was going to lead. So, eventually he talked to Rip Rogers and he explained they wanted to maybe do something. I was already heading out there for another show. So we managed to get it all worked out. I sent some videos in. The videos aired on TV. Blah, blah, blah. And so, flew out there with Buddy Wayne and never met Ted the Trailer in my life. Never been in the ring with him ever. Never even been in an actual WWE ring. Because Derby City used the WWE rings. I'd only used the rings around here, which were... I mean, we had rings that were 18 square feet. We had rings around here that were like 16 square feet. Very, very small. WWE, they're legit 20-foot rings. That's a big ring when you're a short guy. <laughs> yes, it is. So I'd never even been in a WWE ring before. I'd never hit real ropes, which, you know, around here, it, it was always the it was always the steel cables... In a garden hose wrapped with tape. And, and people are probably might be snickering at that. No, that's how it works. Yeah, folks. that's how it works. And I've been in a few rings like down in Portland that had ropes, but the ropes were always like kind of loose and a little bit saggy compared to the cables. These WWE ropes were wrapped so tight in that ring. It was like these things are harder than steel cables. So never been in the ring a ring like this before, never been in the ring with Ted. We didn't even get in the ring before the show. And Rip's idea was, you guys are going the whole hour. And so we went in there, and Ted called the match. 58 minutes we went, and I beat him with a sloppy sharpshooter. <laughs> and then that the rest is history. That was the match. Rip was so happy that we managed to go 58 minutes there. And... I think it may be online somewhere if you can find it. I actually have never seen it online, but I know it exists because I have a DVD of the actual TV show. But, yeah. And then the other thing was, like, I had done hour-long matches with Tim Flowers before, and I just trained like I was training for a fight. It was just like a crazy man. Cardio, up the stairs, hours at a time, blah, blah, blah. In the ring, training, et cetera, et cetera. Well... About Karen Vinny on your shoulders up the steps. Oh, yeah. About four weeks, if I recall correctly, before this match was supposed to take place, I was training at Buddy's school with a buddy of mine, the Apostle Paul, who back before everybody had a beard, he had a beard, and so his name was Paul, and so he looked like Jesus. We called him Apostle Paul. He looked like the Jesus that you see at Christmas, not the historical Jesus, just so everybody knows. But anyway... We're doing a match. We're just playing around in the, the thing. And I take his arm. And he decides that he's going to do a cartwheel into a reversal. Ooh. He's like six feet tall, 6'2". He's tall and he's big. This dude goes to do a cartwheel and just flying knee strike to my eye. Cracked my orbital bone. Ah, that's what that was. Yep. And and I went to the doctor, and no surgery, but he's like, dude, you, you, you can't do anything. Like, do not do anything for at least, I don't even know how many weeks he said, but, like, this match was coming up. So, literally, all I could do was the bike. The exercise bike. Oh, okay? Let me tell you something, everybody. 
You're not getting in ring shape on the exercise bike. No. So for four weeks, I had to pedal that stupid bike and not move my head at all when I exercised to try to get ready for this one-hour, what ended up being the one-hour match. I don't even think I knew at the time. That I, I'm pretty sure we found out the day of the show it was going to be 58 minutes. I say it sounds like a rip thing to do. Or it might have been. Buddy, unfortunately, is deceased because I can't ask him, but it could have been that Rip said you're going an hour, but I thought it was a rib. But I was still <laughs> training just to be safe. Like, I didn't actually think that he was going to make us go the full hour. I think that might have been what happened, actually. That sounds like, yeah. But anyway, I showed up, and then it was. So I made it through, and I didn't get blown up until the very end when I tried to do that sharpshooter, and my, my legs, I had to hold him in this sharpshooter till the time ran out. And my legs were just burning, and eventually I kind of sort of sat back on him and kind of lost it a little bit. But and I you guess you made him gimmick the time. I like, get you. no, I mean it probably hurt him a lot more than it hurt me. But I guess it looked good for the finish. Supposed to be fifty nine, fifty nine. But that is the uh, that's the story of no, because he submitted. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, it should, should have been at that point though. Instead of fifty eight minutes, you take it all the way up. You think you're going to get it, and then he just he dies there at the end. That's how I would have did that one. Uh, well, I'll tell Rip. Went... I'll tell Rip that Mike Sempervivi had a better finish. So, uh, tell you what, never went back for the uh, the rematch of that where you were going to wrestle an hour and not hit the ropes. Dude, I'd do that today. I want to do an hour. <laughs> That's, you'd much rather do that today. I want to do an hour not hitting the ropes or taking any bumps. <laughs> That's going to be my match, my next match that I have with it's Rising. The, the the book end of a career where it's like it's a, such a fear of young wrestlers where it's like, oh my god, what am I going to do? You know, you hear about them going to these schools that they've been out there, they've been trained by someone, and then they go to a less, they go to a rip or somebody like that, and they they have them do something like that, and it scares the hell out of them. And then you reach the point to the end of their careers where it's like, no, please, the the more I can do like that, the the better it's going to be. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? My name is Ben from Los Angeles. I had a comment and a question for you. My yes. comment is that uh, I almost preferred those flat jackets that the Shield was wearing because those shirts they wore last night, or on Monday, last night, was absolutely hideous. Couldn't tell what was what. You're, and, uh, you're right. You're is, right, but hold on. Let me say one thing. You're right, but knowing that they had to wear some sort of raw shirt... I did think that the half-and-half half raw shield shirt was better than just going out there in those stupid red shirts. Why don't they get him some bandanas, like, you know, and, like, to actually, like, something like that. Like Billy and have... Chuck? No, like Michael Tarver, when he rolled out there in the Nexus gear and he had, like, the, the you know, the, the bandana over his face. Do something like that where you put it into, like, their tactical gear without making it look like one of those craptastic jerseys somebody gets because they really like the Mets. But I don't know. I got to be a Yankee fan, too. This is nonsense. And Sorry, uh, caller. My question for you guys is, do you think uh, Paige's social media presence uh, with her coming back to Raw uh, hindered her return, and has WWE ever, like, apply classes for them on social media on how to act on social media and what time to post and all that? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I believe they've done, like, mini classes about it. Here's all I know about Monday. When, when she posted the social media stuff, and then there were all the rumors about her being on the show, and then she wasn't, I mean, my obvious assumption was, well, she screwed it up for herself. But then I was told afterwards that she was never scheduled to debut on that show. It was always scheduled to be this coming week. So maybe it had nothing to do with anything. But yeah, if you want your return to be a surprise, why are you tweeting pictures of yourself and Alicia Fox on social media? That's stupid. So 
to throw the swerve that way so you don't know when she's coming back you just know she's coming back and i believe maybe in their mind building anticipation or in her mind i don't know but it's a constant battle with social media and it's always going to be a constant battle depending on who the person is and it's not just wwe it's everywhere all right uh i want to mention because i had mentioned this on monday don't want to say i told you so but I did say that mm-hmm. when they built up that third hour, they, they actually really tried in the third hour this week because after killing it for five weeks, they finally realized that, you know what, people aren't watching, so we should probably try to remedy this. I said on Monday, you don't kill it overnight and you don't build it up again overnight, and that is exactly what happened. They plugged that third hour like crazy, and it was once again a giant third hour drop. The overall number was up slightly, the first hour, 3.26 million, which was good. Second hour fell to 3.06. Third hour fell all the way down to 2.77 million. And that is with the first ever Shield reunion match in three years and the Kane versus Braun Strowman match, which they've been building up forever. So you can't kill the third hour and think you can just snap your fingers and have it come back. That's the biggest, that's pretty much the biggest match they had. They aired in the third hour, and it fell 2.77 million viewers. So hopefully they can bring it back, but they killed it for five weeks. The chickens have come home to roost in the form of death. Pestilence is coming as well uh, if this continues to keep up. But then again, look at where the show ends up ratings-wise. I, I don't know what's going to be able to – how they can convince USA. I don't know how any of us can convince USA, but somebody please convince USA. All right, let me run through a bunch of mailbag questions here very quickly. Would 4K streaming be a feasible premium WWE network option? Not right no, now. They don't have right any. Now. They don't have any 4K cameras. They'd have to totally rebuild everything, like they you didn't. Need, yeah, you need everything that you need to access that. You need to be able to access 4K, and not everyone's going to be able to do that for quite some time. This person's pet peeve is WWE mouthpieces. He says. Neville, Shinsuke, Tozawa, Cesaro. Listen, there's nothing wrong with wearing a mouthpiece. Sometimes it helps. But doing promos in a mouthpiece, it sucks. This person says, says, I think Daniel will join Kevin Owens and Sammy. He might, but they're teasing it awfully hard now, so I'm rethinking that. Any chance Carmella cashes money in the bank on Alexa Bliss since they will be on the same show would create a small buzz. I don't listen. The rules have changed a million times with Money in the Bank, but I don't think that the SmackDown champion can cash in on the Raw champion now, even on Survivor Series. I think they're brand specific. So no, I don't think that's going to happen. This person says, "Why is Johnny Gargano Pete Dunne on the NXT pre-show? Will it air on NXT TV? It might, but it's on the pre-show. So if you've got the network, then why can't you just watch it on the pre-show, <laughs> right?" I would think <laughs> it's. Person says, oh, should have had Carmella cash in when Rick showed up. Perfect heat. Thank uh, God nobody thought of that. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Wrong heat. <laughs> this person here says, thought it was nice of Shane to rent out a comedy club to hype his roster. Dude, that's that's don't disparage comedy clubs like that. Mm, it's like that WCW World Tour video game, whichever one it was for PlayStation that you had like the promo at the beginning of the selection screen. That's exactly what those promos were like. They're just brutal. As far as says, the best part of the opening segment was Sammy and Kevin in the very, 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 very back, not caring one bit about Shane's speech. That I love. 
This person, however, says Kevin Owens standing in the room for that segment must have been his punishment. It's like punishment him under for the all table. of us. Him under the table at Fourth of July. Is that what that was with the uh, the cake and everything, the pie nonsense? Any truth to the rumors Neville is coming back to WWE? Well, they're talking, and apparently things are better, but until he's back, he's not back. So, <laughs> it's true, though, Mike. What do you want me to That's, say? You're exactly right. I know. I'm a man That's of facts. sounded, though. I'm a man of facts here on this show. Back in a moment, Back. Wrestling Observer Live. Yellow part of the reason I ain't gonna stop. Against the eyes of my heart until I pop. Came from the bottom and now I'm standing on top. I had dreams and now they all coming true. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price Again, get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. So, regarding that Pete Dunne match, I got an update here. So apparently, you can see that match. This is from WWE.com. If you want to bear witness to Pete Dunne versus... There's a long deal here. There's only one way to do so. Scoring a ticket to NXT's debut at the Toyota Center in Houston on Saturday, November 18th. The match will not air as part of that night's TakeOver War Games special, meaning those lucky NXT fans in attendance at the Toyota Center will have an exclusive opportunity to watch the title bout unfold before their eyes, which sounds to me like they're not taping it for TV either. So you just can't see it. Trying to sell tickets to the show. I mean, listen, if it's good, they're obviously going to do it on TV or the next TakeOver. So I wouldn't worry about it. But that particular match you can only see if you show up live at the building. So, there you go. Wow, amazing time with all this technology out there, now more than ever. And instead, that's how they're getting people into the building. We're not going to let you see it. Or the best you get is going to be somebody's craptastic phone camera. First says, what's Jinder doing at Survivor Series? Right now, nothing. Unless they put him on the women's team. guess that's possible. No. And finally, here before we go, this person says, I predict the fifth mystery member of the SmackDown women's team will be... Nikki Bella. Oh, my. She gets retribution from last year by attacking Natalia and takes her place this year. Things come full circle. You could do that. I like that. Who was that? It's Brandon. Good job, Brandon. So we'll see if Brandon is right. We're out of time, everybody. want to thank you all for listening here today. Very busy show. We'll have even more news. There's so much news today, including a new promotion that Conan's going to be booking, WrestleMania tickets, and so much more tonight. Lucha Underground, by the way. News on that. Tonight on Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave Meltzer and myself, only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. Don't miss out. We'll wreck here again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you again next time at Wrestling Observer Live.